Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. So final practice today is 21-day window will start. I think they're really focused and trying to own in on the Jaguars because this could be a letdown week. That's what I'm nervous about. If you're a Bills fan, you're fearful of the same thing that Jaguars fans are fearful of. Josh Allen. Mike Danger. Jacksonville presents all sorts of challenges for the Buffalo Bills. The biggest challenge, or one of the challenges at least, is the travel. It's getting out of that routine. What is it about this Jaguars team that makes you nervous going in? And do you think that this goes the way it's been going for these two teams when they face off against each other? Tight, competitive, and really kind of a toss-up situation. Gene Battaglia. There shouldn't be all this animosity against Jacksonville, but this is a tough spot. I'm going to reserve my judgment until later in the week, but danger I have concerns is based on the recent history of the Bills here. And based on the fact that you've got this wonky travel schedule and everything else that you're kind of throwing into it. Randy Gregory, J.C. Jackson. Let us start the show with some baseball. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Yeah, we sure do appreciate you joining us to talk sports here in the Flower City every afternoon from 3 to 6. Welcome on in to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Thanks for checking us out on the video stream at The Fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch. We sound our best in the free-to-download Odyssey app. We'll be joined later this hour from Alex Brasky, uh, joined by Alex Brasky from the Batavia Daily News and Bill's Digest. He's got his report from practice today. It's the practice that we saw Von Miller on the field for the first time. Yeah, and not mentioning the update, the uh, the injury report, because, I don't know, Wednesday injury report doesn't really tell you much. No. Well, I, I think this is telling, because Vaughn went on his Vaughn cast last night and said, hey, I want to play. And Vaughn went in front of reporters today and said he wanted to play, said so much. And he's Vaughn Miller. He's going to do what he wants to do. And today he was limited. Not a full practice uh, participant. You're just kind of working him in slowly. There's no way you're going to like, hey, uh, two limited practices and then go on over there, Vaughn. The Bills can compete in this game. I'll put it this way, Danger. Whether the Bills win or lose in this game, it has it does not come down to anything with Vaughn Miller, whether he plays or not. Let's get to some takes here in the sports bar. It's time for a little take space. I'll drink to that, Gino. So what's the story that J.C. Jackson is getting dealt back to New England? <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? He was inactive, makes a lot of money for the Chargers, and all the Patriots are just grasping at straws right now. They're a mess. They are a total mess. Hate to see it. By hate to see it, I mean you love to see it. And here's what you need to know. 30. 
The number 30. Why do I bring that up? That's how many wins that coach Bill Belichick needs to pass Don Shula. Belichick, someone who loves the history of this league. He collects 1940s and 50s football cards, okay? We all know this is what he's hanging on for. But this is a Patriot team. You look at it right now. We just threw that stat. According to one measurement, they have the worst offensive line in the league. Mac Jones ain't it. Okay. Somebody tell me that he's it. There are no other options for them at quarterback. The best thing Belichick can do, actually, and for the team and for himself, okay, is to walk away. Chill out on Nantucket for a year. Just take in the sun. Maybe you repair your relationship with what's her name. Regardless. Yes, you will have plenty of opportunities, believe it or not, to get back in. The year, just imagine this, it's 2025. Will the Giants be looking for a new head coach? Uh, I tell you what, if Brian Dayball doesn't take a step forward in uh, 2024, yes. The Jets, they're perpetually in need of a head coach. Wouldn't that be ironic? The, there will be opportunities. And the noise, what is happening in New England, it's just going to get louder and louder as the season goes along. And that's how I see this kind of playing out, that I think this is it. For Belichick in New England. Not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Well, that's even better for Bill's fans. Uh, yes, right? it is. Yes, it is. I I have a hard time seeing him stepping away when he's this close to being the all-time winningest head coach. I have a hard time seeing him step away knowing that he's kind of earned the right to go out on his own terms. You know what I'm saying? You win that many Super Bowls, and I think that might be the agreement in place between he and Kraft. Like, hey, look, when I'm ready to go, I'll go. But until then, you got to trust me. Now, it's not working, and it's becoming more and more clear. We, we talked about this on Monday, that the Patriot way is dead. Everything that he talked about, you know, everything that he talked about sounded great because you had Tom Brady. You had the GOAT. You had the greatest quarterback of all time anchoring your team. And without that, you're just a guy, man. He's just another defensive-minded head coach. He could be he could be Coach P. Like honestly, like that's who he could be yeah. when you factor when you take away the, the greatest quarterback of all time. So I think he stays. I think he doesn't go anywhere. And I, I think it's ugly, and I think it, it it makes Patriot fans upset, but who cares? Honestly, I hope you enjoyed the time while you had it. That's a dynasty that's going to be hard for other franchises and organizations to match. This is this is the payment. Payment is due. You're at the back of the line now mm-hmm. for a long, long time because the problem is with Belichick chasing this, you know, most teams would be like, all right, let's kind of like tear down, play younger players. No, 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 no. Well, let's go uh, screw the cap up a little bit more and bring back J.C. Jackson. Now, they That's- they did get a deal. I mean, like the Chargers are going to pay a big bulk of his salary this year, which is like the Chargers spending all that money on J.C. Jackson must have made Belichick laugh when, when that actually happened. And he just hasn't been a performer for them. Just has a, you know, not healthy, largely a bust as a free agent there. And, and a cautionary tale to anybody that wants to spend big in free agency. J.C. Jackson mm. would certainly be uh, on top of that list. So you were off yesterday. Bo Jackson oh, came in th- for the two hours Can yesterday. I just say thank you to Bo for coming he's in? He's best, man. Bo he's is a, great. He's just a kind of like a get to know him a little bit. He's just a lovable guy like yeah. you have a beer with. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's who he is. Loved having him in here yesterday, but it's good to have you back. And I, I want to know a little bit more about well, so, Senior Day. Yeah, so Senior Day was, it was hot for those kids running yesterday so we figured all right you know what we let's make it a day when do i ever when am i home on a weekday never so which 
also for everybody driving i'm driving at four o'clock i'm like oh you never do that no i never do that i'm like this sucks this is traffic what is this all <laughs> like oh okay so normally what would take me uh maybe 15 minutes was a little bit longer to get up to basil morella park in greece and all right so senior day's over they do the stuff it was great pictures everything I'm like you know what let's go out to dinner who's deciding where to go well me and part of it and i i told you where we went and you were like why would you go there we went to Outback Steakhouse on West Ridge Road. Why did we do that? Crikey! Why did we do that? Because I had a gift certificate. Ah, you're always kind of lured in. All right, uh, we got the you know, we got the credit here. That's yeah, good. Is this too much to ask? We get there at seven thirty. We might have been the last one seated that night. And what, I, were the, was there how how long is the wait? Because every time I've ever been to a chain restaurant, there's a wait. It's just a given. You're going to wait. The only wait was because they needed to get our table ready. Okay. So like one, no reservations, just walk right in. It was like one minute. Okay. Okay, get, good. Get kind of going. There. There's nobody around us and where they seat us. Dirty dishes everywhere. Not a table around us was picked up. I understand the world is short-staffed. I get that. We're short-staffed. You could just hear us before trying to figure out the phone. I get that, okay? But is it too much, Mr. and Ms. Server, to go back? Not empty-handed. You're walking back to the kitchen. Can you pick this up? What is it like having that experience with dirty dishes all around you? The motto for Outback Steakhouse, no rules? Wrong, wrong. No, no, no. I'm going to make a rule. Let's make a new rule. Rule number one. Pick up the damn dirty dishes. <sighs> you, you wanted so badly to say this at the restaurant last night. This is your outlet. This is I your like, outlet. Yeah. <laughs> you, honestly, it's like you just see the Pataglia family sitting in the dining room table by themselves, surrounded by filth, just surrounded by flies buzzing <laughs> around you, buzzards circling overhead. You've got dirty dishes everywhere, a half-eaten blooming onion. You know, it's like the servers are just walking by, like just kind of looking at it, like not my problem, not my problem. Well, like, well, okay. not my problem. And by the way, I expect twenty percent on top of that, pal. So I just make sure you're generous with that tip. For the record, I tip twenty percent, so nobody can come back at me from Outback on the take. I, I does it is it me or does tipping feel a little out of control right now? Well, the tipping here's my part about tipping that I can't stand. Like, I'm going up to say, you're at a game. Yeah. And, okay, I'm paying with a credit card, which that's how you have to pay now. How much would you like to tip? For what? Yeah. You poured a beer. Right. Nothing. Two two waters, please. Oh, you grabbed the waters out of the cooler. Here's 20%. No. 20% is a lot, man. It's So, and look, I will say this. I respect the hell out of anybody that's in the service industry. I don't want your job. You guys are great at what you do, unless you're not picking up your dirty dishes. But, and and I'll always be fair, but when did it become our job to offer them a fair wage? That's on the big company, right? That's on Outback or the restaurant owner or whatever it is, right? Like start them with a wage where they aren't expecting 20% on a tip just to be able to well, everything is more expensive now and, and gratuity on top of it. It's like, Oh God. No, but the funny thing danger is it used to be 15%. 
15%. You did a good job. Here's 15%. You just do the math quickly in your head. Now, somehow that has gone up to 20, and I've seen things up 25. Can't do it. No, it's... You had a bad experience at a chain restaurant. I always prefer going to the local places first, obviously. Uh, there is one chain restaurant that will Chick-fil-A. never... Chick-fil-A. Uh, fast no. food. I, I, no, I, no. Yeah, I All get right. what you're saying. All right. Not going to say anything. And and this, by the way, if 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 my Italian in laws heard me say this, I I might get disowned from the family. Talk to me about the OG. Talk oh, to me about the Olive Garden oh, no. because you know what, the Olive Garden never disappoints. It always satisfies, and it starts with the unlimited salad and breadsticks. It starts with the unlimited salad and breadsticks, and it ends with a tiramisu that can, will rival anybody's. Talk to me about the OG, Gino. I haven't been there in 25 years, and I think the reason why is because we have so many good Italian restaurants. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. I mean, I guess if I'm on the road stuck somewhere, I would consider it. (laughs) Did you go as a kid? No. I went as a kid. See, I maybe oh, it's because I grew up right. and, and going to the Olive Garden when I was a kid was a big, big deal. Like if you go to the Olive Garden, like, ooh, you're fancy. That's a fancy night out. And and I just every time I go, I'm like, unlimited salad, unlimited breadsticks, yes, please. I guess they must be doing something right because they've been here and like we are. And like they say it they, when you're here, you're family. How do you not love going to a place that says that right up front? When you're here, you're family. <laughs> I remember when I moved to Rochester, and this is the other restaurant that I've had. Mario's was awesome. You're not just here, you're you're, you're my special, you're special you guest, guys, right? Yeah. Like you're not just a friend, you're my special guest. Like I love that welcoming Kind of like, even if it's not real and you get greeted with somebody with a a scowl on their face because they're miserable that they're working service industry at Olive Garden, (laughs) I still love going there, man. If the Olive Garden is an option, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Not over the many, many great restaurants, Italian restaurants we have in Rochester because there are many of them and everyone delivers. But, you know, when the kids were little, that was where they wanted to go. I think they lure you in when you're young. Well, the one where the kids used to love when we were going because the bird would walk around and the fries were unlimited was Red Robin. But then at some point, Red Robin's like, yeah, you know what? We don't want to do the kid thing. We're burgers and brews, Red Robin. I'm like, but you still have the red. Uh, yeah. Pretty so, good burger, Red Robin. Oh, I'm not going to dispute not, that. Not no. a bad burger. But they, they, they changed it up Not there. a bad burger. Uh, all right, Gino, I can't help myself. I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh, all I do no. all I do is talk about how poorly I performed this year in Major League Baseball. It kicked my ass. I'm not going to lie. The regular season was rough, but we're in the postseason. I've got an itch that needs to be scratched. I've got some plays for today's action in the Major League Baseball wild card round. Because you're in the... Uh... Danger zone! And I, I, I'll say this. I made these picks before we got on the air at 3 o'clock. So right now I look like a genius because I picked the Rangers to advance in the, to the ALDS. And we discussed it yesterday with the wild variance of baseball here. If I can get plus money on a good team like Texas, which I have, I will take it. Rangers in two right now. Rangers up 4 nothing, top of the fifth against the Rays. By the way, pathetic, embarrassing showing by Rays fans. And I can say that because I know if there are Rays fans, there aren't any Rays fans listening. How many? 19,000? Oh, yeah. yeah. For a playoff oh, game? Oh, terrible. 
is there like one Ray fan in Rochester? I'm going to guess that is like the one team we don't. Why would you be a Rays fan? Disgusting. All right. So look, I use the same logic here where you can get plus money on a good team. I use that same logic in the Toronto Minnesota series yesterday. Gino, you missed it. I master stroked the Blue Jays. As soon as I picked them to win on the money line against Minnesota yesterday, literally five seconds after I said I like Toronto, mm-hmm. two run dong, Minnesota takes a two nothing lead. I had to explain the, the curse of master stroke to Bo Jackson. I gave the whole routine. Anyways, I I can't see Toronto digging out against Sonny Gray, who's held the Jays active hitters in check here. But Jose uh, Burrios had a rough end to the regular season, back-to-back outings of four earned runs. His former team gets over. The Twinkies advance to the ALDS. Give me a no-run first inning in Minnesota as well. Total for this game has dropped a run. I think they can navigate through the top of the order. We also cashed a no-run first inning bet in the Mar- on the Marlins-Phillies uh, matchup last night. I'm going to go back to that well with Braxton Garrett and Aaron Nola on the mound. And the Brewers... Even up against Arizona tonight. Freddie Peralta is on the mound for Milwaukee. He'll be facing Arizona for the first time this season, which gives him a little bit of an advantage. Zach Gallen is alternated between strong and poor outings, a 4.17 ERA over the last month. I like the Brewers to even this series. I hear what piece. you're saying. Yeah. But Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> Lana. 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 Lana! Danger zone. All right, so did, were you watching the monitor? Is it like honestly? Look right. Look no, now. Texas scored again. Yeah, it's five nothing. Yeah, yeah. So Texas you're, you're, is running away with this one. You're okay. Reaction coming in uh, on the tip thing here, danger. And this has this ever happened to you? Like you you put down the tip, and then the server changes like the number on it, like from the one to a two. No, I've never seen that. Yep, happened to my father. No kidding. Yep. Like, since that point, I'm like, holy cow. So I keep my receipts when you're actually tipping somebody. I do remember one time, and I still feel really, really bad about this. I do remember one time at a bar uh, leaving a, a tip that was so small that I actually got challenged by it. Like, the person was like, was there something wrong with the service? Ooh. When you hear that, it's like, now I feel terrible. And I, I think I was probably drunk or I didn't uh, want to do the math and I just you know scratched out whatever the number was and it wasn't a very high number and every time I think of that that confrontation (laughs) sir was there something wrong with the service I I look back I'm like no I don't remember there being anything wrong with the service I just remember not tipping properly there I'm not going to say this but this is an honest to true story and if you're watching right now on, on Twitch or YouTube I'm putting a, my hand across my heart there is a restaurant in town which I, I'm not dragging them into this true story though their servers keep a book on tips and if there is a regular in there that does not tip then guess what kind of happens to the service oh I hate to know that there's a restaurant that does that yeah. not only what happens to the service what happens to the food <laughs> Oh, you're not going to tip us? Yeah, enjoy this food. Oh, you want a refill? I'll get to you in a little bit. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. We'll give you a tip. We'll serve you a refill. We'll get this water out of the, the, the men's room. Go ahead. Enjoy, cheapskate. <laughs> but do you want to be known as the horrible tipper? No, the I don't. Book, though, but yeah. I hate that we're at a place where it's 20%. 
I hate that these guys that work their asses off in the service industry don't get a fair wage and have to rely on tips and and it's on us now not the owner or or you know the the big franchise restaurant it's not on them to say you know what let's let's pay a little bit more so that they can actually live off of something other than tips the other thing too is the service fee have you have you encountered that that's the one where okay here Wait a second! You're 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 charging me to use a credit card. I didn't know this was. Oh, if if yeah. you truly hate money, continue yeah. to use DoorDash and the like. I mean, like that's yeah. the other one too. Like I get the convenience part of it, and and that's fun and fine. But every time my kid says she wants to order DoorDash, I'm like, no, you hate no. money. Do you hate money because you have to pay more for this and more for that, and then you have to do the tip on all it? Like, no. The answer is no. You can do whatever you want with your money, but no, not just happening. Get in your car and go pick up the food. <laughs> that yeah. will work. Yeah. Sure will. Or just on the on your way home. Yeah. Grab it. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to Alex Brasky here and back to the Buffalo Bills. He covers the team for Bills Digest, the Batavia Daily News at practice today. Alex has some news and notes from One Bills Drive, and he'll join us next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia, the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Von Miller named the AFC, excuse me, Josh Allen named the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Von Miller practicing today for the first time. He was on a limited basis. Head coach Sean McDermott. Talking about Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, I mean, we try and scout out um, just directional, you know, flow of the wind. Um, not to get too specific, but, uh, you know, where the play clocks are located because that's obviously important as it relates to the signal callers um, and just overall playing surface, um, just to name a few. Alex Brasky, Batavia Daily News, scheduled to join us next. Baseball playoffs, Adelis Garcia has homered as Texas on the brink of eliminating Tampa Bay. They're in the bottom of the fifth. Texas up five to nothing. The Sabres sending down Yuri Kulik and Isak Razine. Brett Murray also coming back, but he needs to clear through waivers. Gene Battaglia on the sports leader, the fan Rochester.
Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Von Miller, uh, first first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, the juice that he brings for the guys, uh, the trust that you know everybody has in him. You know he's he's the ultimate closer. Um, so whenever he's ready to go, we're gonna welcome him with open arms and put him back there and hopefully can pin his ears back and get the quarterback. But um, you know our guys have been doing such a good job. You know I don't want to take anything away from from the guys that have been playing. You know bringing in flow and, and uh, you know the guys that are playing well. Greg and AJ are stepping up and. Uh, interior guys are playing really well too, so um, it's a it's a very very good unit adding a very very good player, one of the, the greatest players. Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Oh, I'm sorry, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week, Josh Allen, talking about his teammate Von Miller, who returned to practice today. Are we having a day? We're having a day here, and this is a, a new one. Uh, Alex Rasky, Batavia News, uh, text me, Gene. My phone is currently dead. How is he texting you? I'll get to that. Uh, my phone is currently dead. It's taking a while for it to charge. I'm messaging you from my computer. We'll text you as soon as it turns on. It's been on the charger for about 10 minutes and hoping so. His yeah. phone is dead. Like yep. dead, 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 dead. It's not and, like he needs to be charged. It's like you killed your phone, Alex. Yeah, and so I just texted him back saying, okay, do me a favor and call us. Here's the hotline. And you know how it'll tell you if it's delivered? Uh, not, not nothing. Delivered. Oh, because you don't know. You're sending it to his phone, and his phone right. is off, so he's his not even seeing He's not even seeing All it. right, so look, we'll... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> well, I can tell you about the injury report here, because I think this is newsworthy. I sure. Mean, uh, or maybe you, you want to play the role of Alex Brasky. I can interview you. <laughs> I cannot replace Alex. <laughs> you cannot react. No, I don't no, want, no, you would come I can't in and be stand like, in those no, shoes. Uh, so, Gene, uh, how you know, like, yeah, the, at least the Yankees finished above five hundred. Uh, you know, how do the Mets do? Oh, you're fired. Uh, the manager. Yeah, no, I'm not uh, going to play yeah. that role today. No, not. Uh, not we'll wait do. for Alex. If Alex can call us here, that would be great. We'd love to hear his report from practice today. And if not, we'll get we'll give you the practice report right now, Gina. What do we got? So we got uh, some DMPs here: veteran rest for Leonard Floyd and Micah Hyde and Matt Milano. Uh, which you would kind of expect, right? This is a you know, a bear of a travel week, but not practicing with a foot injury altogether is Greg Rousseau. So, okay, keep in mind, keep that in mind. Um, so that's the only DNP uh, that was related to an injury that limited today. Christian Benford with the shoulder. Damian Harris has a neck issue. Dawson Knox, that quad is bothering him. Jordan Poyer limited today with his knee. Now, remember, he was did not practice at all uh, Thursday, Friday last week with the sore knee. Um, and then I think this is the key thing here. This year, you have to list players that even aren't on the active roster, players that are in this window, meaning Von Miller. So Von Miller, you know the rules now. The Bills have three weeks to decide when to activate him. Uh, Von Miller uh, was limited with his knee. So when you hear Von Miller talk about, hey, I'm coming back, you know, I, I feel good, I'm ready to come back, does that not say the Buffalo Bills think otherwise? You cannot send Von Miller 
onto the field if he gets in, what, one practice before heading over to London fully? Not likely. I mean, if history serves the way that organization has always dealt with these long-term injuries as players are coming back from, is a ramp-up period. So you get him in practice for a week, and then one week becomes two weeks. You see how he feels. You see how he reacts. And if he's there and he's ready to go. The only thing that I was thinking to myself was, you know, Von Miller doing all the talking that he was doing. He wanted to be out there week one, or at least he was saying, I want to be out there and ready to go week one. And when we didn't see him practice at all in the preseason, it became very clear, okay, he's not going to be out there week one. So they've been managing him through the preseason, putting him on pup. But was there some kind of secret compromise between Miller and Brandon being like, hey, I'll go on pup, but I'm going to get out there as soon as I can when I come off a pup. That's the promise you have to make to me because the dude's in shape. Not in football shape, I get it, but you know you can get Von Miller on the field and ramp him up over the course of time if if you see him. I don't think you're going to see him based on the limited tag today and with everything being out of whack with the team going to Jacksonville and traveling and and every you know being that far out of routine. Maybe more likely that we see him in prime time make his return, which would always be for a great uh, great story, and I'm sure the networks appreciate that. If Von Miller will make his first appearance in primetime against the Giants? I think that NBC would be happy about that because maybe it you know, gives you a reason to tune in. Well, might not be a you know, close Can we get uh, Taylor Swift to show up as well? I think NBC would appreciate it if she just, out of the goodness of her heart, made an appearance. No, totally, totally not related to her, her upcoming movie, I'm sure. Alex Brasky of the Batavia Daily News. Bill's Digest was at practice today. Alex, lots of talk around Von Miller, and we know that you can't watch all of practice, but what's your takeaway from Von Miller's first practice of the regular season? Yeah, first and foremost, I want to apologize for my tardiness, boys. Technology can be a bear sometimes. Had some phone issues leading into our preach, call, but I appreciate you having me on, as always. I saw Von Miller today for a good portion of practice, the portion open to the media, as always. I thought he looked well. Uh, he, he looked pretty good. He was wearing a heavy brace on that injured right knee, but did not seem to be inhibited at all, and I asked him after practice if he felt any limitations physically throughout the session, and he said he did not. So I think all signs are pointing in a positive direction for Von Miller. I'm not sure we'll see him this week against Jacksonville. I think that could be a little bit irresponsible considering his circumstances and limited practice time leading into a game overseas. I think it might be more uh, a better idea to do it in a comfortable situation next week against the Giants or perhaps even the week after against the Patriots. So I I think he looked good, and I I think all signs are pointing in a positive direction for Von Miller off the pup list. Yeah, Alex, the uh, injury report, we're just kind of talking about this before, and I get why, you know, especially a week like this, you're going to give guys uh, veterans rest. Christian Benford limited. Uh, Greg Rousseau not practicing at all today with a foot issue. Are there any concerns, whether that's Benford, whether that's Rousseau or anybody else, about their status here coming up for Sunday? I would say Rousseau's status is certainly more of a concern than Benford's. Benford, we did see him out there at practice in a red non-contact jersey. He was marked as limited after practice with that shoulder injury. Greg Rousseau was the only player outside of Travis White to miss today's practice due to injury. He is dealing with a foot issue. It's uncertain. Uh, The uh, extreme nature of that, whether it is of extreme nature or not, for Russo. We asked Coach McDermott 
how he was feeling this morning, and McDermott said that he was pretty sore coming off that foot injury that did appear to occur during the game against, uh, excuse me, refresh my memory, this past week, the Dolphins. And I would say he is certainly more of a concern than Christian Benford, considering he missed practice, considering Benford was out there in the red non-contact jersey. I wouldn't say you can rule him out quite yet. McDermott did say he'd like to see how he responds tomorrow, but I would certainly weigh some concern on Rousseau moving forward. Alex Benford's role gets that much more important here with the news that Trey White uh, tore his Achilles and he'll be done for the season. What's the play here if you're Brandon Bean and what does this mean for, for Kyrie Elam? Obviously, I mean, you can't you can't make him inactive at this point, right? You, you expect that we'll see Elam make his debut in, uh, against Jacksonville in London? Yeah, absolutely. And Coach Sean McDermott has said all season long that he believes he has three starting caliber players behind Tredavious White at that position. And now I guess that theory will be tested with White now out for the year and Jackson likely being thrust into a starting role in Elam, perhaps to see some playing time coming up this week and into the future. McDermott didn't put certainty on it that we will see a rotation in that position, but I would assume we will see one. I, I, I think Jackson and Elam were, were kind of battling back and forth toward the end of training camp for the, for the third role at that position behind Benford, who clearly had separated himself. And Elam has a skill set that I don't think Benford nor Jackson possess in man coverage and, and the ability to lock up opposing wide receivers. So I think it might be a good tool to use Elam in that rotation along with Jackson and, and hopefully Benford, who is dealing with that injury in the starting role. Yeah, curious to me, and we're talking to Alex Brasky, maybe this is the, you know, Sean McDermott just buying time here in Brandon Bean as far as uh, the roster because and when you look at the, the, the injury report and Tredavious White's on it, well, duh, he's out for the year. Okay, the Bills haven't made this move yet, so there's going to be somebody added to the roster. Are we to assume that's going to be a defensive back here? Would that just be, if so, is that just promoting Ingram? Is that just from the practice squad? Is it maybe going and seeing who else is on a practice squad elsewhere? How do the Buffalo Bills eventually fill the spot here at Tredavious White? Yeah, I think Ingram's certainly the leader in the clubhouse to take that role. They do need increased depth at the position now, losing a player at that position, but they did bring in a, a few players on a tryout earlier in the week. They did sign one of them to the practice squad, Herb Miller, previously of the Panthers. So maybe some competition there for, for White's spot on the roster. But, yeah, I, I think we'll see them go defensive back to replace White on that 53-man roster and, and see how things shake out as the season goes along here. Alex Brasky, the Batavia Daily News of Bill's Digest, joins us here in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On the fan, for the second time in three weeks, Josh Allen is the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Alex, we were talking about it earlier and trying to figure out, you know, when Josh does what he's doing right now, which is fairly remarkable, it doesn't feel like people talk about it as much as they do when Josh stubs his toe like he did in week one. Is that a function of people only being wanting to be angry, only caring when somebody does something wrong versus when they do something right? Yeah, I think Josh Allen has just brought his standard to just such a high level 
through his performance over the past number of years that really the only thing to do is, is criticize him when he, when he underperforms. Because when he's at his best, boy, he is, it's not the best quarterback in the league. Certainly one of the top two alongside Patrick Mahomes. You saw him put forth the perfect passer rating leading to the AFC Offensive Player of the Week honors from this past week. He really lit up a Dolphins secondary that was without a few key components, but he's been on fire the past three weeks. I don't want to say that a, a four turnover, five turnover performance against the Jets was a good thing, but perhaps it was in this case because the way that Allen has rebounded has been incredible. He's returned to his elite form and, and, and really has set himself apart amongst maybe any other quarterback in the league over the past three weeks, like I said, perfect against the Dolphins. And when you perform that way time and again, there's, there's really nowhere to go but, but down, I guess, in people's eyes. And, and people just wait to pounce on, on greatness and, and, and put chinks in the armor. But, boy, for the past three weeks, there have not been many chinks in the armor for Josh Allen. Uh, Alex, only the second time the Bills have ever gone to London on the regular season. Uh, 2015, nobody has left from that team. It didn't go well for Buffalo that day. Jacksonville winning. So I guess my question is, like, the pitfalls of this week. And I think it's interesting that I remember from 2015, Alex, that I forget who was playing uh, the day of, but literally the Bills got on a bus and they left for London Sunday night, right from Buffalo. They were home that Sunday. Um, Sean McDermott playing a little bit different. He wants to at least have a normal routine, sort of, but I have to think that once they get on the plane, this week is going to be anything but routine for this team. Yeah, I think the sports science aspect certainly plays a much larger role in today's NFL than perhaps it did the last time the Bills went over to London to play a game. And, and McDermott really mentioned that a lot through his comments to the media today, mentioned Joe Collins, the director of performance and innovation, and how McDermott and the coaching staff has worked alongside the sports science staff to determine the best course of action leading into this week's game. And they've decided that that best course of action is leaving Thursday night, flying through the night, hoping to get some sleep on the plane, and then staying up through Friday in order to adjust their body clocks in preparation for that game on Sunday. So there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat, and, and I think there is something to be said for maintaining the most amount of time that you can spend in your own bed and in an familiar environment as the Bills are to begin this week. You saw the Raiders come over against the Bills, and I think they spent the whole week in West Virginia, and we all saw how that went for the Raiders. So I I think there's different ways to go about it, and the sports science department for the Bills has really played a large role in in the decision-making process as as we go into this game in London. So their opponent on Sunday is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Some would say the Jags have an advantage because they've been there all week. Uh, They were there last week in preparation for their win against Atlanta. Some would say they're at a disadvantage because they've been there all week. They're away from their own personal routine. They haven't put their head down in their own beds, and they're probably far away from what they're accustomed to. Which side do you fall on, Alex? Alex, do you think the Jags are at an advantage or disadvantage being there two weeks in a row? In my opinion, I think it would be an advantage at this point. Maybe you do get a little bit homesick, but to have the comfortability with your surroundings and the environment that you've been surrounded by the past few few weeks, I, I think would play at an advantage for Jacksonville. But at the same time, I guess we'll see it play out on the field 
on Sunday. The Jags come into this game playing a, a little bit better football as of late, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. And, and they really started the season rough after their playoff appearance last year. But their pass rusher, the other Josh Allen, has really been a star in the early going. I believe he's tied for the league lead in sacks with six. He's creating a lot of pressure, and the Bills have faced a number of talented pass rushers early this season, and they've neutralized them, and they'll have another opportunity to to do so once again against Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, I get and it's only four games here, Alex, but the move to Aaron Cromer, and I'm glad you brought up here what the Bills are facing here and the other Josh Allen. Um, this offensive line here, pretty good returns so far, and Torrance seems to be fitting right in here. It's a, uh, Your thoughts here on the offensive line, and really has this been kind of the key here over the last three games that allows Josh Allen to do what he wants to do? Yeah, I think there's no doubt that that is one area that the Bills have made an incredible jump this season, and it all starts with the rookie Osiris Torrance, but don't forget about Connor McGovern coming in and solidifying the other side on the interior and the steadiness of Mitch Morris and Deion Dawkins, maybe a, a few slip-ups last year. He's really returned to, to top form. And Spencer Brown has been impressive as well. And give a lot of credit to Aaron Cromer, but also Ken Dorsey and, and his game planning and his scheme on offense, going with maybe more six, seven-man protections than he was accustomed to last year. And and really bringing in the extra blocker, David Edwards, on, on several occasions. I believe the Bills are up there near the top of the league in terms of using that extra offensive lineman, and they've done so to success. And in addition, they put Josh Allen under center, which I know Dan Arlovsky from ESPN was clamoring for after I believe it was week two, and the use of the play action and the development of the running game as well has been a significant factor. So there's a lot of, uh, of elements that have helped the Bills' offensive line and pass protection and, and just push up front overall, improve, and, and it's really been impressive to see the jump that that group has made this year. Alex, let us know what you're working on here for Bills Digest, the Batavia Daily News. What can we check out here leading up to Sunday morning? Yeah, we have our midseason review for Bills Digest coming out in a few weeks. I'll be promoting that soon on social media, but as always, my pregame five takes on the dailynewsonline.com. Also, my post-game seven takeaways along with a quick recap after the game and you can also follow me on social media at Alex Brasky try to give you up-to-date reports from practice and and the comings and goings from one Bills drive it's been an interesting season and it's only going to get more interesting as the season goes teams getting a little bit banged up so plenty to follow there at Alex Brasky on on x as they say what game do you got Friday night here Alex we have Attica Alexander taking on Livonia. Attica Alexander, the defending champ in Section 5 Class C, fell at the hands of perennial power Leroy mm. last week. Leroy was unbeaten. They remain unbeaten. Attica Alexander now with one loss. Leroy looking for its first sectional title in quite some time. That's a proud program looking to return to prominence. How about you, boy? Alex just gave us his open yeah. on, on Friday. That's yeah, good, that's, Alex. That's you good. had that prepared off the top of your head. That's really sharp. Oh, yeah. no, no big deal. We got McQuaid Hilton. <clears throat> oh, wow. No, yeah. wow. The big the, the big boys, double A. <laughs> we, we don't like to you know, brag or talk about ourselves here in the sports I, I bar. Do, Alex, I but... do want to apologize once again for my tardiness, boys. I Oh, you mi- you I, missed it while I you were doing. It. I did imaginary uh, conversation with Alex, like Gene. Uh, you know the Yankees did finish above five hundred, and look at your Mets. No, you I weren't told you that it. I want. 
No, I, I wasn't, but I was going to say that I told you they were bringing Boone back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like sorry. I feel day. like I have to apologize to you for that. <laughs> I'm sorry to you and every other Yankee fan. That you know how next year's going to end, dude. Yep, World Series. Yeah. World Series oh, there he is. All right, Alex, appreciate the time, buddy. There he is, Alex Brasky, the Batavia Daily News, Bill's Digest, Yankee fan. Glow, man. Genesee, Livingston, Orleans, Wyoming. Yeah, he likes that glow region. Glow region. He knows what he's talking about down there in the glow region for Ooh. Section 5. Not breaking news, but it's now official because we uh, the Bills did lose somebody off their uh, practice squad here. Uh, Eli Anku is now a member of the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. So, well, look, it, that's smart in Atlanta. Hey, we need a defensive lineman. Where are you going to go? You're going to look at Buffalo. Okay, what do they have stash? Mm-hmm. Who can't get on the field here? Like, if Kingsley Jonathan wasn't active last week, um, yeah, some team might be bringing him in. Yeah, some roster gymnastics here as you're trying to navigate through the season, keep your guys fresh, uh, activate guys that you need to activate when you need to activate them. Sounds like from Alex that we'll we'll get a, a look at Kyrie Elam on Sunday for the first time this year, which uh, that that's worth monitoring. That's worth paying attention to. Uh, baseball scores, though, we can say goodbye to the Tampa Bay Rays. Well, pretty soon here, seven nothing, Texas leading Tampa. Yeah, they they. Uh, I, I just I want to feel bad for the Rays. There's just no support, man. Nineteen thousand people for a playoff game. All those empty seats. Embarrassing. The lowest attended postseason game. Minus the pandemic. 1919. Since 1919? Are you kidding me? Embarrassing! It's the future here? The Miami Marlins. They built this beautiful stadium and no one goes. It's embarrassing! Why? why, Like, if you're Rob Manfred, they don't deserve a team. (laughs) Stop trying. I guess, like, hockey's blind to Arizona. We're blind here to Tampa. Even people in Tampa don't like this. So if they build a new stadium as they're going to do in Tampa, the result will be the same? Sure. It's where the stadium's located. Is the new stadium located in the same vicinity as the Trump? Yeah, it's in St. Petersburg. Nobody wants to go to St. You're you're future Florida, man. Yeah, I know. Would you want to get in your car and deal with traffic for over an hour and go to St. Petersburg? Well, Well, we do when we go to a Bills game if you're from Rochester. It's different. It's the NFL. I think the NFL can pull in from every direction. Sure. sure. But it's a postseason game, Gino. It is the postseason. Well, I've seen a lot of whining. Well, we didn't learn the schedule until Sunday. And we got 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Get out of here. I know you want to bring kids to a game, too, because like you could use that as an excuse while kids are in school. Look, you're not taking them to a late game. You're not taking them to the 8 o'clock game on a school night. This is like this is where you would take your kids to. You would take them to this game. That's sad uh, for the Rays. They've dealt with it before, and they've obviously advanced farther than they're going to advance this year with that limited support. But I just hate hearing about it. And that number yesterday, when I saw how low it was, I, that mm. was just that that was staggering to me. Uh, look, we'll take a break. We have happy hour coming up next in the sports bar. We'll get some news and notes from the NFL. Whip around. We'll. Um, 
We'll look at that injury report for the Buffalo Bills. Sean McDermott speaking to the media earlier today before practice. Von Miller has returned. And accolades for Josh Allen. We should take some time to talk about just how great Josh Allen has been playing, not just in the last week, in the last three weeks, because we spent a lot of time talking about how bad Josh Allen played at the end of last season and the beginning of this season. It's human nature. We're going to focus on the bad, right? Well, (laughs) I think it's noteworthy that people don't talk about the good as much as they should. Happy hour next. You can join us at 866-4FAN. Pull up a stool, 585-866-4FAN. 4326 The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.